Yo, what's going on, everybody, and welcome back to the Hellcast episode four. Today, joining me <laughs> involuntarily is Jared, my good friend Hincher, because Dalton apparently is too busy to make this podcast. Man, what a gamer. I wish you would have told me I would have worn a little bit more appropriate clothes <laughs> than my fucking pajamas. No way, bro. We just got out of the shower, and, you know, it's like we're just hanging out. Um, thank you for joining me involuntarily. I, uh... <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't have a choice, I guess. Um, I also was, like, in the middle of sending a text message, so, and I didn't realize that I had my voice-to-text still activated, and uh, so I'm having to, like, delete all of the, hey, man, can you turn your camera on, and welcome <laughs> back to the Hellcats. Um, so, thanks for joining me, man. How, how's your day been today? Man, it's been it's been all right. I've got some things done. What'd you get into today? Were you up at the shop uh, for a little bit, and uh, tore the rest of the motor down and like come out of the other, you know, Gavin. That's one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about today. Is uh, so if you guys don't know Jared, if you're not friends with us or you know whatever the case may be, um, Jared is a really great mechanic. He, is your mm-hmm. alarm going off? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I thought I heard an alarm. Maybe. Uh, there's my, there's a dog down here. I could be crazy. Um, I don't hear. Oh, there's my wife. Uh, hey, Lindsay, we're recording you're, a podcast. You're going to be on a podcast. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you're not in the, yeah. Um, anyway. So, Jared's a pretty good mechanic, uh, a really good friend of mine, and does some racing with is it scca is that what the yeah. division that you're under and you do yeah. uh your class is gta correct global yeah. time attack mm-hmm. no um, no that's not, well that's that's a that's another mine stands for grand touring american grand touring american but yeah it's that's a different gta so you want to tell us a little bit about uh your car that you're driving your main car yeah hang on i'll get it babe can you grab the thing that you got me for christmas last year um yeah it's a uh late model stock car it's got uh, a small block chevrolet in it it looks like this this is a die cast of it it's, it's really it's sweet that you have a die cast of your own car like that's that's... in case anybody asks what i drive <laughs> i can just show them that's sick so um so yeah it, good it's it's not uh you know it's not anything really special it's the same thing that you'd find in like a uh, circle track anywhere in the country you know asphalt except mine doesn't turn left only it turns right and left so um so i guess one of the things that i want to ask you is what is like one of your like best experiences while racing like what was like what's one one thing that kind of sticks out to you while you were racing just like whether it be you know winning a certain race, winning the division, anything like that, just like something that you were in the car and you're like that, like that sticks with me. Just getting, just being able to do it, like just like the, the like being able to like when you play like racing sims or something, you play like iRacing or you play uh, Assetto or whatever, and you and you drive like VR or Road Atlanta, and then you're like you're driving, and then there's a split second where you you know what you're you like you can kind of like you get like deja vu almost and you're like i'm driving this yeah this is cool and then you're like this is this is real this isn't like you're not you're not playing a game anymore this is actually happening 
Do you have so those that, kind of moments? Like while you're in the car, you're like, holy shit. Sometimes like, I forget because I get like, it's, it's kind of funny. Like I'll, uh, I'll be driving in the race and I'll be so hyper-focused on what I'm doing. I'll forget that I'm actually driving the, the race car and not like being on a sim or something. Cause I'll, I'll be like, you know, if you're driving really aggressive or something like that, you just forget about everything. And then you're just focused on that one thing. And it, and it almost like it blends together. Like it feels the same to me. And a lot of people that, that do sim racing that have tried to do, I've heard this before that have tried to do like actual, you know, racing in the car. Um, they can't do it because it like, it just feels, you know, different. So like the movement Clay, and stuff. Yeah. Might Clay's be trying to call me. Hang on. Oh. Yeah. Like it's just, yeah. Hell, it's tell him to come the, join, but if he joins, he has to be I in a podcast. Dis, yeah, I just disconnected. Um, I can invite him to the call. I, I think that uh, my, like, the best part about the racing to me is, like, the moment where you're getting ready to go out on track, whether it be qualifying or actually going out to the race, and I have this headset on, and yeah. I'm talking to you while you're in the car, and it just, like... At that moment, it feels so real to me. Like, it, it feels like it's not a game anymore. Like, we're not just hanging out, you know, fucking around like we always do. Like, this is serious. And, like, you're in the car. You're trying to win. You know, you're trying to go for a good time. Anything like that. Like, it gets so much more, like, serious. And I think that yeah. that's... It's, like, so much yeah, fun. Yeah, it does. I mean... Because we fuck around the whole weekend, right? Like, we're, we're the biggest, like, jokers of the whole weekend. We're acting stupid the entire time. But then there's a part where it like it gets super serious and it's like you yeah. have to be paying attention. You have to be ready to go. And I think that it's just like it's funny to me that probably the older dudes and stuff that are racing with you in your division, in your class, like you show up with this like group of fucking idiots. basically. Idiots. Yeah. yeah. And we're like fucking around, throwing shit at each other. But then like they also probably see at some point in time like they're just out there doing that on their own or they have like one friend helping yeah them. they have yeah a couple of people helping them there's normally more people helping them behind the scenes right but, um i know a few of the guys that but well a lot of them like work out of the same shop so mm. they'll all the cars are in one place and um that thing our, our division's really small it's not it's not very big because it's so closely related to gt2 and ta2 that it's you know that's where the the money and everybody else is so but i think too like when you go up to gta 2 or you know even just like or gt2 i guess i don't i'm i'm a little dumb when it comes to the classes but when you i used to be dumb because <laughs> there's so damn many of them it's ridiculous right and when you go up to like ta2 and stuff like that like the cars get a, a little bit more serious they have a little bit they're they're not they're not a whole lot different they have like just a little bit more horsepower and aero differences aero but differences. other than that they're they're basically the same they're just two chassis race cars so you're getting a ta2 car here soon though correct a gt2 car a GT2 yeah it'll car. be it won't it won't be a ta2 per se but it'll be the same sort of thing it'll be competing in the same class okay it's not in not in the Trans Am series, which I did find out, though, from a friend of mine that I race with. Uh, he called me the other day, and he does a lot of the vintage racing with, like, SVRA. And, um, That's where you see the wild stuff at, like if you go yeah, to the SVRA like event. Yeah, and uh, they race with Trans Am the same weekend. So okay. um, they, uh, like, he's got, like, you know, these vintage NASCARs that he races. But I didn't realize, 
for the vintage stock car class, old late models qualify for that as well if they have the last generation body on them. So if you have a Monte Carlo or Impala body on it, you can race an SVRA. No matter what, like, is underneath, like, two chassis. No, it doesn't matter. So the body is, the look is all they care about. So if you had, like, a Lumina body or something like that. Yeah, you could put, like, a, yeah, or even a Monte Carlo. So the the old body that was on my Camaro would, would qualify. Like, you could race with it. So what would be, like, I guess we can, we can, I can ask this two ways. What is like the dream race car for you? And then like what is the dream street car for you? Dream race car would probably be a toss up between a TA car, like a TA1 car and like a, a GT like an Enza GT car would probably be cuz everybody's like, "Oh, what if you drive any car, drive prototypes and stuff." I'm just like, "Man, I, they've just never really done it for me." Right. They're just not they're really cool and I think they're really cool and what they do is amazing but I just you know I just I've never really gotten into them I just like big heavy stupid like stock cars and cars that don't have any electronics or anything cars that that. are harder to drive uh, honestly yeah I mean yeah they're yeah they don't have any like a TA a TA car is the fastest like Two, fastest race car in the world with the least amount of like driving aids there's nothing it has nothing it has no abs it has no traction control it has 900 horsepower three pedals and a you know a couple of like it's got a wing and a few things but it's they're just insane do you think that the driving cars like that versus like driving a prototype obviously because it's not easy driving a prototype like a, I'm no not trying to know, you like... have to react way faster right. than you would even with a ta car because ta cars are very quick but they're quick in a different way mm-hmm. they're not quick through like a corner or like you know they're they just have a shitload of straightaway speed Whereas a prototype is quick literally everywhere. Everywhere. So it's, yeah, and you have to be more like, flat out in a prototype car. Yeah. Right? Like you if have, you don't you have, have enough downforce, yeah, you won't make it. So it's it's crazy. I mean, I don't. I respect the hell out of those guys because they have to train for so long. Just to, I mean, just to like, my races are only like 20 minutes at most. And right. I get out and I'm wore the fuck out. <laughs> like I'm wore out. And these guys will drive for four fucking hours right. in and a be, GT car and be full and be alert fine. too. Like and have be, to yeah, be full totally. alert, but they go I through mean, like a training process. I'm oh sure God. they work out I probably mean, very rigorously. Yeah. yeah, they do. And I mean, that's, you know, when that's, you know, all you have to do and that's your job. I mean, that's, you can devote all the time to it. And I you guess, have somebody but. paying for your tires and your gas and your track days. And yeah. Stuff like I mean, that. It, yeah, it just it yeah. becomes like a different scope, obviously, because like you said, yeah. when it becomes your job where you're like, okay, well, I'm going to wake up. It's like being a professional golfer or something. I'm going to wake up yeah, and hit a thousand sort of balls like within an hour, you know, you have yeah. to sit there and like you have nothing else to focus on other than that. But obviously, like we mentioned just a minute ago, like you have a shop, you're constantly fairly busy up at the shop, you know, even yeah. Like, even during the winter months, it used to be like, here's a little bit more downtime for you, but now yeah, it seems like lately it's, just, it's not it's been. Stayed. It's not slowed down at all. It's uh, it's a good thing. I'm not upset about it at all. But, right. Uh, it does get overwhelming sometimes because I'm the only one up there. Right. So and I mean, I'm sure it would be nice to have a second person up there, but it just money-wise yeah, is just even, probably not even feasible. Just, yeah, just somebody just answer the phone and write up tickets and do all that because I just have to do all of it. And if I'm like, you know, putting a head gasket on 
whatever or you know fist deep and something working on it and the phone rings i have to put down what i'm doing go answer the phone schedule them you know get everything in the computer get all their information and then go back and remember what i was doing pick up where you left off yeah yeah, that's the only thing that's kind of annoying that's the that's what i get tired of the most up there but i don't really get tired of it but it's just like it's it's overwhelming sometimes because like i'll be there's You're basically having been, to do a text job, a service advisor's being, job, yeah, and a manager's job. Yeah, I'm doing the whole thing in one. So it's, I mean, it can be done, but it's definitely easier with other people. For sure. So, so you have a slew of cars. I mean, just to name a few, you have a beautiful Viper. What year's your Viper? 97. 97. GTS. 20,000 miles on it. Beautiful. 20, 23 beautiful blue with the white stripes you have a gorgeous s13 you have a skyline now you have the camaro i mean you can't not mention the sonic i mean that thing is that's that's the car (laughs) that's the one and then you have the the nv van right yeah the van and i think that that's all of them Um, there's a there's another one in the shop. We got the dually, the, the, the dually, dually, the new dually. That's, that's just the toe pig. So if you, if you could, obviously, because you're doing some crazy stuff to your Camaro, we don't have to get into that yeah. right now. If you don't oh, want I don't to, care. but we can. Um, basically, in in my mind, basically, what's happening is you're turning it into your actual race car. Like Pretty you're, much. Like you're you're putting the same kind of chassis set up on it. And then putting a, a wild motor in it, cutting the floor pan out, and then hanging that body on top of yeah, it. Yeah, I'm building a race car how they used to build race cars. Which is so. insane to me. And it's funny because you'll talk about sometimes you're like, man, I'd kill for like an old Lumina, like an old Skull car or something yeah. like that. But instead, you just, like you could go out and buy one of those. But instead, you're like, fuck yeah. it. I'm going to take this Camaro that I've had since I was, what, 16? Like your first car. Yeah, it was. I and- bought it in 2006. Six, I That's believe is when I got it. 2006 or 2007. What's so funny when I, when I bought it is that when we talk, like when I talk to Dalton, obviously who's supposed to be my co-host, <laughs> when we talk to Dalton, like he he he's like talking about like graduating high school a year ago, yeah. and you know like you're older, you're you've got your feet planted, you've got your own house, you can see behind you like this crazy basement of just like crazy memorabilia yeah, of i should have cut my lights on <laughs> i mean you still can if you want it's you have plenty no, of time fine. um but i mean it's it's just crazy to me because you know for a lot of us like you're on a different level when it comes to car stuff and you, you you've worked hard you're you know you're a good guy you deserve the things that you have in my opinion and you you, you do a good thing and you you work hard on these cars and then you build some of the wildest stuff like the reason that i built my nova to be the way that it was 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 because of you and i wanted it yeah. to like the video that gunk shot of us is like still one of my favorite videos that i go back and i watch like you know on certain days and like i wouldn't have even been able to get the nova from my grandmother's house and take it back to your shop. Like if I had never have met you, none of that mm. would have happened. So I like you're you're such a big influence when it comes to like stuff for me. And I like I think it's cool when I get to shoot your cars and I get to go out and do these videos or whatever. And then I feel like I'm giving you a small piece back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. it feels like I'm getting to like give you something for all the help and all the good things that you've done for me. You know if that makes yeah. sense in a way. Yeah. 
because I don't know how to work on a fucking car. Like we go to the races and I feel like I'm, well, yeah, (laughs) you're not giving yourself enough credit. We go to the races and sometimes I just feel like a fucking idiot. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like he's asking me to hand him this and I'm looking around, but I don't fucking know what that is, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's crazy to me, the path that like life has led me on and put me in these people's, you know, in these people's lives. And I just, I really appreciate all the stuff that you do. Uh, I think you're a great guy sometimes. Uh, I would, I want to kiss you sometimes. I can't lie. (laughs) Um, you know, but if you could, we'll go back to this. If you could, what is like your ideal street car? Even if it's building one of your cars (laughs) now that you have, I know you want a chaser. Yeah. I don't know that that's the dream one though. Okay. God, that's a very, very tough question. Because there's just so many cars out there. And and what's cool about there you, is. too, is you're into the older American stuff, and you have a yeah. lot of love for that, but then you're also, like, into Japanese stuff. And, and, and yeah, you... I, like, I like both, and I like taking, you know, the two and putting them together. That's what I did with the Camaro. Right. But um, I don't know. And it's funny at, to, like, a lot of people, you know, don't realize this. Like, you you grow once you get into cars and you start, you know, everybody's got to start somewhere, you know, they, you know, with the TikTok over fenders oh and all that bullshit. Cringe. But I mean, you have to start somewhere. And I, there was a, a point when I was in high school and when I had the Camaro, I wouldn't even look at an import. It didn't, it didn't matter what it was. I mean, if it was like, if it had, if it was from Japan, I hated it. I don't care what it was. I don't, I don't know nothing. I don't want to know nothing about them. Like they're stupid. They're lame. And then I started meeting more people that had them and getting like, I was like, oh, well, that's really cool. Oh, well, that's really cool. And then, and then it just snowballed. And, you right. know, I like both. I mean, it's, you know, I'm even like German cars and stuff. I hate working on them. Like, it's <laughs> They awful. are infuriating, but, right? But other than that, there are some really, really cool cars out there uh, like that. But that's what I think a lot of people need to do now, too, is like just broaden their horizons a little bit with step stuff like out that. of the comfort I know, zone, maybe. Yeah, because I know there's like there's younger kids that are just wrapped up in all this JDM shit and they don't know that anything like I know people like they don't know how like NASCAR used to be. You talk to them about NASCAR and they're like, oh, that's that's lame. That's like and I'm like, yeah, it is lame now, but it didn't used to be. And that's what like cars are the same way. Yeah. Right. that's a, Oh, my. Oh, my God. This chevy's horrible yeah it yeah it is but it didn't used to be <laughs> right so that's like that's like that's the thing that i you know then that's why it's so hard for me to pick like a car because there's just so many you know it, it would have to be something old obviously i would say gosh it would probably i would really really like to have there's one car that's always been like because because it's unobtainable if we're talking about something that's just unobtainable it's the dodge viper gtsr concept that they made Mm. the it's it basically was the competition coupe but that car like i can remember when i was little i was obsessed with it i have a model of it here somewhere but um a it's, just, it's, so, <laughs> it's so sick and i've always loved vipers but that that one was just just nutty like the way that it doesn't look like any other viper and it never it never really it was never made so right. um but it's just really cool and uh i think if i had to if i had to pick something it would probably be that because you know most people you know I'm not saying most people, but like, you know, people are into like exotics and stuff like that. And those are cool. I really like them, but I would like to have, you know, if I, if I could pick anything, it'd definitely be that. 
There's not so. many like exotics that really grab my attention. Like I really love. They have to be like stupidly high end, like, right. a, like just an engineering, like uh, basically just art that's just sitting there. Like Pagani, like a, like a Pagani or a Koenigsegg or something right. like that. That I mean, has to be. I love the styling of McLarens and stuff like that. Mm. Like the 720s is really sick. I don't know that like if I was if I was given money and told buy a hypercar, I don't. I don't. I would have a really hard time picking like I an would exotic too. card. They're that really. I would like. They're all like all of them are just like I just think from an engineering standpoint, like hypercars and and supercars like that are just insane. Right. Like, like to watch Christian Koenigsegg get in his in a Jira or whatever and do like two hundred and sixty <laughs> miles an hour, let go of the steering wheel and put both feet on the brake and it stops dead. Right. Zero. Doesn't pull either way, doesn't do, it just stops. Like that's that's insane. From a mechanical like, standpoint especially. Like and you've yeah. been working on cars for most of your life. And so like yeah. seeing something like that is definitely like you can appreciate it and be like, what? Yeah. like that mm-hmm. is insane and you understand more so like how the fuck are they doing that? And yeah. I think that that's, that's a really cool, like, interesting way to look at it because I don't even think about yeah. that. I'm just like, whoa, he went 240? Yeah. No yeah. way, you know? Yeah. Or, like, I drive yeah. a Porsche at work and I'm like, this thing sounds mean, but fast, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude, this yeah, thing, like... the Taycan, the fucking, you just hit a button and it goes? Like, yeah. You know, there's, there's shit like that. I think if I, I mean, it's going to sound stupid, but if I had a dream car that I could do, it would have to be uh, a E86. That's not stupid. And I would have to have, well, but but the problem is like, you can't find one that's not a rust bucket most of the time. Well, that's what I mean. It's like, like, that's why, that's why it's, I think it's not stupid (laughs) because it's hard to obtain one. Right. And I think one of those with a K series motor in it or an SR would be SR. You should have, you should have bought the one that TF built. Yeah, I mean, money, though. <laughs> you, know, yeah, yeah. you know, it's one of those things. But an 8.6 with a K-Series or an SR in it is like, like that That would be God-tier for me. I love yeah. the body styling of them. I think it's I think they're amazing-looking cars. They're awesome driving cars. I would assume. I'm sure they're slow as shit with, you know, the... Probably. What is it, the 4AG-E <laughs> or whatever it is? I'm sure they're slow as shit. But there's just, like, always been something about the 8.6 to me that i'm like like it grabs my skull and i'm like oh god like that ooh, yeah you know um so let me ask you what was the last great year of nascar like what was the last great year of like man the racing was good the cars were good the drivers weren't whiny bitches like they were just fucking drivers like dick trickle smoking a yeah. goddamn cigarette on a yeah. fucking caution and, yeah see that that's what i was talking about before like lots of people don't know that that ever happened like, and i didn't know, know that that happened that. until you yeah. told me and i mean i knew like, nascar was cool back in the day and i've been going to bristol and like watching stuff with my dad but i was never like super into it like i like it i yeah. like watching it but i'm not like hardcore into nascar and then you started yeah. telling me stuff about older nascar and i was like wait a second yeah. what well see i wasn't even that into it. i mean i was super into it when i was young you know through the 2000s and stuff because that was when it was booming but right. like i never i never got to experience truly when it was at its greatest i think and that's you can take your pick from like i don't know mid 70s early 70s up through like 
the two thousands, honestly, a lot of people say that like, oh, NASCAR died with Dale Earnhardt, and I'm like, well, yeah, there's there's some truth in that, but there were some really good races after he died, still, and you know, still some excitement. The sport was still good, and there wasn't, you know, there was. I'd say the last great year for NASCAR was probably somewhere around 2005. Do you think that they just got too Bright, I can tell you, I can Go tell ahead. you, the last good year of NASCAR was right before they switched to the car to n- tomorrow, in my mm, opinion. Okay. That was that was probably what, that was one of the big nails in the coffin for so NASCAR. Do you think. think that they're too concerned with like money and too concerned with like yes. safety? And yeah. just No, like, safety doesn't matter. Safety's okay. a necessity, I think. I would agree. Because it's, I mean, there's not been another driver killed since 2001 that was Dale Earnhardt, but... I don't think safety is a problem. Safety needs to be there, mm-hmm. but they definitely need to stop with the, it's so corporate now. Mm-hmm. Like there's not the grassroots feeling of NASCAR isn't there anymore. But, and you can see that with the, even the age of the drivers now. I mean, hell Harry Gant drove until he was, I think he was almost 50. If not, I, I'm fairly certain he was almost 50 when he quit. I, I don't know. I can't remember. I was too young. He quit when i was like probably four but now you have like <laughs> so, 16 year old kids backed by big corporations driving a nascar they drive for yeah. two years and then they're done yeah pretty much i mean there's not you know it's just basically now you have to be tied in and i i mean i get it you know the race teams can't operate without money right you just can't do it and and sponsorships that, well that's that's really what it is you can't operate without somebody footing the bill it's way too expensive especially too at that expensive. level too yeah yeah anytime you get at that level you you have to have somebody helping you but but what it's is like it? sorry go ahead no that's okay i was i was just gonna say it's it's just like i don't know like i i don't i feel like they've gotten too far away from what the core of the sport was and you know it's not it's not about safety it's not about oh the cars don't look like cars anymore like i don't feel like that was ever the problem i feel like it's just they got away from the core like excitement of the sport and the the layout of the races and how how everything just worked and they've just changed it so much that they they tried to bring in people that just didn't really care about it to begin with. So right. I think that's where they shot themselves in the foot. They should have. They should have stayed you know, that's with the smaller towns and the people that were really yeah. into NASCAR and cared about NASCAR. And instead, I feel like even from my perspective, and I don't know that much about NASCAR, so I'm not going to talk on it a ton. But I feel like they went away from the people that genuinely cared about NASCAR and genuinely like were interested and excited to watch the races. And they made it just like with the staging bullshit and stuff like yeah, that. Like they just that's... they just like doled the sport down to yeah. the point where it's like not even that fun to watch anymore. Yeah. Yeah, and that's 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 nail on the head. That's what they did. I mean they just they tried to make it appeal to people that didn't really want to watch it to begin with. So right. And I feel like when you do that you're gonna lose everyone in that process. Yeah. And they they took away the personalities from the drivers and except you know, for the bitching. There's yeah, they can whine all they want, but you know, you know, Danny Hamlin dropping f bombs on on TV. You know, nobody ever did that really in the nineties. So no. I can't I can't say that that's a good idea. But I mean, they do need to like they you can't. That's that's another big thing with me. They always get upset when these drivers get really angry and they're like like vulgar in their post race interviews. And I'm like, this dude just drove a race car for two hundred like 
two fucking hours. Yeah. And he's pissed off because he's like, you know, I mean, he's just, he's mad. He's like, what do you think's going to happen? And the first you thing you microphone do when he gets out of the car, yeah. <laughs> he just got out of the car. Like, you know, that, that to me, they could do a little bit better. Both of them could do a little bit better job on that. But you can't knock a guy for, you know, being, being pissed upset. off yeah. or just he's just competitive that's the that's racing that's part of it and i mean so you know you get competitive when it comes to your races i mean yeah i shouldn't they're not nobody's paying me but but, it, but at the same time <laughs> i it's it's not as fun if you're not competitive about yeah, it. yeah if you're not if you're not into it then why are you doing it exactly so, and i feel like yeah. You know, there's been a few times where I've been on the radio and you're like, God damn it, this motherfucker, or, you know, just something like that. Yeah. And again, That's how it is. You're, like, you're it, driving, it, you're, you're competitive, yeah. you're in the moment and something happens and you're mad and it's okay to yeah. be fucking mad about it. I think that the problem is that these Fox News reporters, or not news reporters, these, whoever, wherever they fucking stream <laughs> fucking yeah. NASCAR now, like you said, you just you battled in this race. You you ran two hours and you're a fucking coming second or you get wrecked. And then they're like, let's go no, put a microphone in this guy's yeah. face and not yeah. expect him to be like, God damn that bastard. Yeah. He can't yeah. drive. You know, yeah. like, what do you, what do you want from them? You know? Yeah. And I, and I don't know. It was different. It was different back then. They were, there were, they were aggressive and you know i mean dale earnhardt was the king of that he's he wrecked all kinds of people well, tony stewart killed just, a man <laughs> yeah but like like it's just i don't know it's just it was different then like they didn't i felt like they let them they let them hash it out and didn't stick a microphone in their face right as the they weren't like too worried about getting it right then and there well they weren't know, they're they're not trying to you know, because, like, F1 does the same thing, where it's like, yeah, Lewis Hamilton is mad at whoever the fuck. Yeah. They're not, they're not, that back then, they weren't concerned with being, like, fucking get it on live TV for the, for mm. the big, ooh, or Denny Hamlin said yeah. the F word. It was more yeah. like, if they want to hash it out, they'll hash it out either in the pits, or they're going to mm. hash it out at the next race that they go to. Yeah, I mean, it's just part of it, and that's you just see it. I mean, shit, the first televised NASCAR race they ever, the first Daytona 500 they ever showed on TV, fucking, there was a fight at the end of it. <laughs> like, you know, that's Kelly Arbro was swinging his helmet. At, I can't even remember who it was. That's really sad that I can't remember. But, uh, and, yeah, it was just, you know, that was how it was. And that's how it, it still is. But, I mean, it's like, it's never changed. That aspect of it's never changed. The competitive the, aspect the, of it. Yeah, that the racing and, every and, and you know, the, the core of that has not changed in the sport. But everything else around it has just Same. fallen apart. Do you, and, you what know, do you... old people, old people think that NASCAR died when they took a Winston out of it, you know, but that's, and I agree, it was way better when Winston sponsored NASCAR. What but. do you think, like, because it's obviously two different types of spectators watching it, but IMSA has done so, like, when we mm -hmm. watched the, uh, the 12 hour at Road Atlanta, like, yeah. there was a huge crowd there. And mm -hmm. I think that IMSA does a really good job at understanding who their market is, understanding who their demographic is. Mm -hmm. Their drivers are good people, you know. And, and I think yeah. that IMSA, for me, just because it's a road course, is a little bit more interesting than NASCAR. Yeah. But I think that yeah. they just portray it better. I think that the races are more interesting. Yeah, they, they're they more interesting. They're more engaging. I mean, most 
most people, when they first watch it, they're like, oh, my God, what's going on? There's too many. There's like five different classes on how do you watch this? How right. you, but then when you really break it down, it's honestly easier to watch than NASCAR is. Especially with the staging just, shit now. Yeah, and you can, you know, their points are like, it's literally it's literally how NASCAR's points used to be. It's like it, whoever has done has finished the best consecutively and has the most points at the end of the year that's who gets the championship that's why corvettes you know the corvette racing's been the championship won the ends the championship for like the last five or four years in a row they because stay of consistency races. yeah yeah that yeah they're even if they don't win they're still top three right you know? so that's that's you know that's and that's how you used to do it in nascar but um but yeah it's that uh, aspect of it yeah ims is a lot easier to watch in a lot of ways and uh there's there's frankly way better talent in imsa now that people don't people agree. don't realize like there's most of the imsa drivers could run could jump in a nascar and do exactly what they're doing like tenfold i know they could but right. then you take a nascar driver and you stick him in a dpi not he, a chance he can't he can't do it i mean it's, well, it's like well, who is it? Is it Jimmy Johnson that does? Yeah, uh, he does Jimmy went to now? IndyCar. IndyCar. He went to IndyCar. Yeah, and he and I was really surprised. I thought Jimmy would be able to handle an IndyCar. And he can't. He, he kind of, yeah, he struggled. I mean, I'm not saying that he couldn't get it if he just kept at it. But right. he's, he's yeah, it's pretty tough. I mean, going from a big, heavy stock car to an open-wheel IndyCar, like, <laughs> that's a giant. That's a drastic transition. Is it uh, Juan Pablo Montoya? Does he do DPI? He did IndyCar, yeah, and he drives uh, DPIs. He drives uh, Acura. Drove he, for Acura. He went to NASCAR for a little while because yeah, I feel he like... drove in NASCAR and he did good in NASCAR. See, right. whenever they go the other way, if they come they from good. IndyCar, from yeah, they do fine because that goes to show that NASCARs are. You know, their drivers, they don't require a lot of talent to drive. Now, you now, don't get me wrong. Not it, just any idiot off the street could get in one and drive it. Because right. you absolutely could not. But, you know, it's they are a little bit easier to drive than people, let you know, lead on. No, I'd so. have to agree. Um, so I got a question for you. You're, you're yeah. a big monkey guy. You love monkeys. Monkey. Big, big yeah. monkey guy. We'll yeah. get off the topic of cars for a minute. I'm sure okay. we'll circle back. Um, yeah. if you went to the zoo, right, it's a cold day and mm -hmm. there's a big gorilla sitting there. Okay. And he mm -hmm. looks cold. Do mm -hmm. you think if you gave him a cup of hot chocolate that he would drink it? Because mm -hmm. in my mind, I'm thinking, I guess it depends on the cup, right? Cause the gorilla it may depends just on the gorilla the too. That is yeah, true. It depends on the gorilla too, for sure. I think uh, that a gorilla would love a nice hot chocolate with some marshmallows in it. I think, I think he, he would. would. I think he would drink it. I, I think he would. I think he'd go crazy for it. Yeah. And I would love to like see that happen <laughs> and just like, you know, I think that that would be amazing to see, honestly. Yeah. Um, did you ever, when you were younger, did you play video games a lot? yeah i did. did were you ever like into getting achievements i know we i talked to dalton about this i think on one of the episodes we talked about achievements and stuff like that yeah and i was i was kind of big on achievements but not like really I super never, into i it. never cared a single thing about really? it really never did no more so just, just like play the just, story and have yeah, fun just yeah i didn't i didn't really care about, i still don't really care about them i just play the game i'm, I'm the same yeah. way now especially like i don't give a fuck about achievements like sometimes i used to like depending on the game back in the day i would like look at the achievement list and be like okay like that's really obtainable i'll get my gamer score up some 
and was like sometimes concerned about my gamer score depending on what game it was and what i was doing but now i just play a game and when an achievement pops up i'm like oh shit achievement and then i just keep going obviously you yeah know? like i just don't i don't care that much about it anymore yeah but yeah i i never really got no i didn't i didn't really get wrapped up in achievements that much um i just whatever i got whenever i got it was you know I didn't play specifically for that. Like, my gamer score, like, everybody compared their gamer, gamer score on Xbox Live. Like, I never really cared. I didn't, you know. I got a good one for you. Since, you know, you're a you're an older style guy, I feel like we've kind of assessed that a little bit already in this yeah, podcast. Yeah, I like, I like old thing. Games are not what they used to be. No, absolutely all. not. And I don't sad. know if it's, it's very sad. just because, again, money grabbing with the developers. They're just like, Kinda, put a game out, yeah. try to get it out. Money. But, it's like, money. Yeah. older games, you couldn't just release a patch for an old Xbox 360 game or an old PlayStation 2 game. You couldn't just release a fucking patch and fix your yeah. millions of bugs. Like Forza Horizon 5, for example, yeah. came out months ago now. They keep patching mm-hmm. it. They keep being like, oh, uh, online compatibility things are fixed now. Me and Clay got on it last night to play. No, they're fucking still, not. Still not work. Yeah. No, they don't fucking work at all. God. It's like, it's like, it'll load you in the game now, but if you're the host, you cannot see the other person. <laughs> and it's like, it's a fucking $60 that's, that's, game. That's basic stuff too. You know, people. I mean, it's literally the whole game is like online. Like you, I, you I don't playing get with that. one another. So yeah, you would think you'd make that a priority to get it working. But yeah, that's absolutely right. Like they don't. I don't know. They don't really care about. They care about getting, like, getting a huge player base at launch and selling a shitload of copies, and then after that, they don't really care that much care. anymore. That's that's what I feel like anyway with it with everything. But and I don't know. I could be wrong. No, you're not. I don't think you're wrong. I mean, because there's some games that come out still now that are good and that that have yeah. you know been play tested, been thought a out. lot less than used to be. A hundred percent. But now everything just feels like a money grab. Like even the new Halo and shit. You buy the battle pass, twenty dollar battle pass for this free game, and you don't get anything. You have to play thirty yeah. hours before you get a fucking armor type. Like Yeah. That that shit doesn't make sense to me. Can you add Dalton to this call? Is that possible? Is Let that, me see. If I cause if I, I don't think I don't know if I can or not. Let me see. Because if I if I move then it'll mess up all the video stuff. But uh, I mean and it's something we talked about with Jordan too, like where his influences no, came can't. from. You can't add him. <laughs> no, it won't let him add, let me add him to the call. I can add him to a server, but dang. Uh, I'm trying to think. Maybe somebody in the comments on the video will tell us how to do that for the next time we have to do one on for, do a podcast on Discord. Yeah, we were so the big surprise uh, that we talked about, it kind of alluded at at the end of the last episode, was that we were going to get a little bit of an upgrade, um, and we we're going to start shooting at Dalton's house like we usually do, but we're going to use the uh, my Sony that I just got. I got a Sony A7 III for the video. That way, the video is a little bit more crisp and looks a little bit nicer for YouTube instead of us using you know webcams but i think you know personally i love being in the same space as dalton it's really nice having like an actual conversation but this for like guests and stuff like that i think is fantastic to be able to sit yeah, down. it's easier right 100%. if you're if, especially if you're a long distance away from somebody it's pretty right know, like somebody like sad easier. machines or something like that i think would yeah. be really awesome to have on the podcast and talk to him 
um, and just kind of get his opinion on, you know, trying to render stuff and getting stuff to look the way he wants it to look and stuff. You know, just anything like that. I think this would be a, a great tool to talk to Sad Machines on. Um, but, you know, I think... I think that games now, it's just, it's it's a money grab. It's not as fun. Like, even the new Battlefield doesn't work that well. No, and it I, mean, just, I haven't played it, but yeah. Everything I've heard, I've heard yeah. It. And, I mean, like, I guess there's obviously more things that go into new games, right? Like, there's more things that go yeah. into it. You have a lot more things going on. But you also have a lot more money backing you. You have a larger yeah. team doing it. And, mm. like to again back to i hate to shit on forza but i don't because you like you said it's such an online based game mm-hmm. and you can't get that right i can see 80 other people on the map driving around but the one person i'm trying to get in a convoy and play with i can't yeah, fucking you can't see them. you just can't yeah. or if i see them they disappear for me in 10 minutes mm-hmm. like imagine if something like that happened on the, the old 360 that developer yeah. would be shut down forever yeah. and no one would Nobody buy would another play. game. Yeah, they just wouldn't play it. Yeah. I just, I don't get that. Um, what was your favorite console back in the day? Like, what was like your, your all-time PS2? PS2. What was the PS2 best game for, sure. for PS2 for you? Uh, for me, Gran Turismo 4. Gran Turismo 4? Just because I'm car. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's you know. fine. I mean, that's, you know, that's what makes you you. Uh, I never grew up with a PlayStation, so I never played yeah. Gran Turismo or anything like that. I've always played yeah. Forza, um, mm-hmm. but I enjoy the Gran Turismo games. I think the cars are sick as fuck on there. I think they sound exactly the way they should. I, you know, like it's one of those games where they mm-hmm. spend a lot of time. Yeah, they uh, they sound like they should now, but they didn't used to. When, oh, back okay. to like you know the old PlayStation games, they all sound like hair dryers and vacuum cleaners. But it was probably the, harder the, to get were, those files, though. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you would. Yeah, it was probably they just probably didn't have. They just couldn't. Like, was, <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, I, I I would say yeah, PS2 for sure is the best because it just had the so much. It was you know, it was there were so many games made for it. There's a lot of variety and stuff that you could play. Do you have like a top five list that you could give me for PS2 games? Mm. Or even just a top three list. Because Gran Turismo 4 is probably my number one. Number two, I gotta say, number two, solid number two is Simpsons Hit and Run. Oh. Like that game. Oh. I've not it's, I've not met a single person that did not like that game. What a game, like just, dude. And it's just like, it's just it's the Simpsons. Like what? <laughs> dude, but it, it's like fun. You know? And then the last mission... I could yeah. never beat it on my GameCube. I would yeah. get so fucking mad when you had to like get the radiation or whatever from the plant and then drive it all the way across all town. All the way back. Dude, yeah. and if you got hit by a car or something, it would it's explode boom. and you have to go all the way back. Oh yeah, my hard, god, dude. that shit was it's infuriating. Really and that's yeah. another thing with games now. They used They're to not be challenging. Hard. Yeah, they used to be. Well, if you play Cuphead now. Oh, that's <laughs> we need to we need a Cuphead sometime. I want to yeah. just Couch yell. Talk dude it's it's frustrating it really is beautiful game incredible that's a game that's like damn yeah they got that shit right they worked on it and it's good and i feel like you don't get too many like couch co-op games anymore either nah nobody has nobody has irl friends anymore (laughs) everyone just gets on discord and plays (laughs) yeah they just get online yeah yeah dude simpsons hit and run oh, oh my yeah. god dude what a game yeah, seriously that's a that's a god tier one going uh, to the fucking phone booths number... and calling a car yeah in, dude yeah 
that's number two for me. And number three would probably have to be one of the Grand Theft Auto games, obviously, because it's just like everybody liked them, everybody played them. You know, it's I don't know which one. I, I never played. I can't really pick which one because I never really played San Andreas that much. I only played like a couple of missions. I never had it. The only one I ever had was was Vice City. So did so you I guess start I put, at Vice City? I started at Vice City. And then yes. went to four, I guess? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you play much four? Not much, no. I played, and that yeah, I know I'm stupid, but yeah, that's I the did. best. I played, I played probably halfway through it, and yeah. then I, I think something why I didn't finish it was because something else came out, oh, no. and I started playing it and didn't, you know. I think so. it's a toss up. San Andreas and GTA Four have got to be like the best GTAs ever yeah. made. But dude, because when I first started playing GTA Four, I was obviously on the 360, mm-hmm. and I beat it so many times. And I just, I yeah. loved the city. The, and even going back and playing it now, like, the cars feel like shit. But I'm like, oh, this is so good to me, you know, for yeah. whatever fucking reason. But, yeah. and, like, the story was so well thought out. There was just so many, like, different weird characters. And, the, and mm. like, GTA Five. don't get me wrong, great game. But when I got a PC for the first time and GTA Four was still kind of relevant to me, like, the mm. modding community. That was before GTA yeah. was, like... Rockstar was like, oh, don't don't mod don't, one of our yeah, games. Don't mess with it. Yeah. You have to get this other source from another person, and then you can maybe mod it. But, like, yeah. to me, GTA 4 was just, like, that game that I had, like, fucking so many mods. My fucking old Alienware was definitely sweating, and I was yeah, like, I don't care. Struggling. I'm playing it. And I was like, I'm getting 30 frames probably, but I don't give a fuck. This shit looks crazy. Yeah. And, like, that's what kept gta 4 alive for me for so long was like mm-hmm. sta- things like lspdfr or not not I, what was it? lcpd i don't fucking remember but the liberty city mod that you could have where you were a cop and you could pull people over and then you could mm-hmm. get into an online lobby with your friends and that have the same mods and do the exact same things with them it was just so mm-hmm. much simpler back then and it just i yeah. don't know there's just something about gta 4 to me that like yeah. i i love to death yeah it was just yeah. amazing it was a great game I think that yeah. that's a great top three, though. I know you probably that's wanted to put... That's the top three. I'm sure you want to... If you had top five, would Spyro be in it? Oh, God, yeah. But that's that's PlayStation 1. Is that PlayStation era. 1? So that's, okay. Yeah, that's all. Now, the PlayStation 2 Spyros were... A lot of people hated them. But they were... I thought they were good. The 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 Legend of Spyro games were really good. The Enter the Dragonfly one was terrible. Did you but. ever play any Zelda or anything like that? I never had a Nintendo system. Never did never. until the GameCube. Really? I, ha- I mean, I had one, but it was GameCube. So it was just like basically just PS2, but it's this big. But small, so, yeah. Yeah. I think my first like actual gaming system, I had like PS whatever, like the, uh, not the, P- mm. I the PS. I had a PS1. It was the very first one. And I had, I, had. I had the like Game Boys and stuff like that. I had a you bunch know, of those. Game had Boy a bunch Colors. of DSs and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but I think the first like actual gaming system I had was a GameCube. And dude, I just remember spending hours playing games on the GameCube. Mm. Like I, I, that, that a great system. The Xbox One S sucks cock and like can't touch the GameCube in my opinion. Dude, you can take a GameCube and throw it, and it's and it's, in, and it's fine. I'll get my like, GameCube right now and throw it off my balcony. Go get yeah. it, boot up fucking Harvest Moon, and be fine. Yeah. 
you yeah. know like it's, yeah it's insane somebody actually did a video on that i remember one time they tested the old that generation console to see which one was the toughest and the gamecube actually won it ha- it's dude funny. it has it's just a fucking cube it yeah. even has a handle on the back of yeah, it so you, you know they wanted it. you to swing that shit around <laughs> yeah. take it places with you i thought the gamecube's design was so <laughs> sick to me too like the handle on the back the four plugins in the front for controllers, like it was made yeah. to take places and play games. Yeah, with it was your made. Friends. Yeah, like Mario Party and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, I, I never had any of those because I never had that many friends same, to play with at same. one time. But, I had like but one yeah. friend that I'd play like yeah. NHL hockey on there with, and then yeah. like, I'd yeah. be like, "All right, now watch me play Simpsons Hit and Run, and I'm not yeah. gonna beat this level." To this yeah. day, if I load my save file in Hit, hit and Run, I have not it's completed not that beat. last mission. No. Yeah. It I took me a long time. That was when <sighs> that was really cool. The night that we all came over to your house and played Carbon. Man, I, <laughs> I don't understand. I've not talked to anyone else that had these problems with Need <laughs> for Speed games, but for some reason, you would think as as just car game as I am, <laughs> like. I could not, none of them. I couldn't beat any of them. I didn't beat Underground. I didn't beat Underground 2. I didn't beat uh, Most Wanted. I didn't beat Cardman. I didn't beat Pro Street. I didn't beat any of them. I couldn't. I would get like literally to like the second to the last or the last mission or race or whatever. And it's just like, you can't. Sorry, game's over. <laughs> Guys, cars on rails. But, yours isn't yeah, fast you can't. Enough. You're you done. You can build nope. 50 other cars and you try could, to beat you them. You can't. You can't. <laughs> Dude, I literally, I will never forget. I beat uh, Need for Speed Underground. Uh, I got it, obviously, when it came out in, like, 2004. And I could not beat the last. I broke three controllers when I was little <laughs> playing that game. Because I remember that was the first time I'd ever gotten, like, rage at a game before. And uh, it was, like, it wasn't until I was out of high school that I beat uh, Need really? for Speed Underground. Yeah, I, I can remember the race I got stuck on. And like people that are obsessed with need for speed may know the race it's called kurt's killer ride and he's got this tricked out fucking neon or whatever he has it's sick and that's not even the car that would beat me the other cars in the race were the ones that i couldn't beat because i built this s2000 that was just nasty i mean just like you couldn't it was insane but that made all the other cars because it had rubber banding back then horribly And I used to get, I remember it used to make me so frustrated because there's one thing, and there's got to be other people that know what I'm talking about. If you do know what he's talking about, let us know. Let me know. Literally, in the comments on the video, let me know if this happened to you (laughs) because I I have to have closure. So you'd you'd be driving, you'd be racing a guy, and you know how you had to go through those fucking like intersections and like vans and box trucks and Mm -hmm. shit would come over randomly? All right. So you'd catch one and you'd start wrecking and it would go into the cinematic camera mode where you're like slow-mo, slow-mo rolling over or some shit like that. Then the fucking AI would come by you full fucking tilt. Like they're not even slowing down. Like the fucking- While you're slowing down in this cutscene? Yeah, the game for them is still at full speed, but you're (laughs) moving at like 30, 30, 10 frames a second like rolling <laughs> over and they would get so far ahead of you and like you just couldn't you couldn't do anything by then and you're too you know you're too slow you can't you can't pass them I would, that had to happen to somebody else because that's why i couldn't beat the game so anybody if that happened to let you, us know just just tell me yeah, i have send to know us a DM, like if that was a thing put it in the comment I have section because that was so frustrating we're getting close to the end here uh, I want to say thank you for joining. Seriously, Jared, this has been hilarious. It's been awesome. 
Um, we try to keep these around an hour. We're reaching the 50-minute mark right now, so we can kind of yeah. reel it in, slow it down a little bit. I mean, you're on a roll. I love talking to you about Dude, all the I'll games. Dude, I get off on a tangent, and I won't stop. That's um, fine. I, it's perfect. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, it's awesome. Um, I think that one of the better – if now we're going to move up a generation for the last bit. We're going to talk 360. You had an Xbox 360, right? Yeah, I did. Top yeah, I three. Elite. Top three game. I got an MW2 Xbox 360. Man. <laughs> that shit is hard, dog. <laughs> top three Xbox 360 games. MW2, number one. I would spend hours on MW2. I get out of fucking middle school and go and just fucking quick scope all night. Yeah, I feel like that was the biggest game for a lot of people. For sure. I and wasn't one of those people, unfortunately. One of the last good Call of Duties, in my opinion. Black Ops 1 and 2, pretty good. Pretty good. Didn't hold a candle to MW2, in my personal opinion. Yeah. Even going back now and playing it, don't hold a candle. I gotta give yeah. MW2, Burnout Paradise. Oh, man. Fantastic. Yeah, Even when we went back and played it not too long ago... Well, just yeah. like a fun fucking game, a cool yeah. concept. So that's that's another. They don't make games like that anymore. No, like, like Wreckfest is a good game. Kinda, yeah. Wreckfest is close. It's that's not open. Good. It's not open world. It's not open world, and it's not. I feel like it's for some reason not enough people play it. Like, well, there's which, not many people on. Which it. is weird because like I, I, I personally I think Wreckfest is one of one of the more fun games that we play and like oh, it is. we don't play it's it a, a ton game. anymore, but like there was a couple of month period where we were just like only playing Wreckfest, especially yeah. once you figured out the server stuff. Yeah. Um I'm trying to think of the last another good Xbox three sixty game. Because I never had an original Xbox. I, one of my friends I never had did one. either. My cousin had one, but I never had one. I played like an old like uh, Hulk Hogan West Coast Choppers bro, game on there. Grabbed by the ghoulies, Dude, bro. That shit was fire. Yeah. yeah. Um, I played, what was it? All, Destroy All Humans or something Destroy like that? Destroy All Humans. I have that for PlayStation 2. That I was a fun that. game. That was a fun yeah, that's game. That's a good one. God, memory hole. You're digging up all kinds of shit right now. <laughs> That's a good game, man. It really yeah. was. It was just fun. Again, another one of those like, kind of weird open world games where it's just yeah. like... That's a, they don't make like weird games like that anymore, I feel like. Well, I mean, afraid... they do, but they're all like indie devs and like they don't have any money. And They're afraid you know. that they won't sell. A big company yeah. won't make a, a weird fucking zany game because they're afraid that it won't mm-hmm. sell. I had a Pimp My Ride game on Xbox 360. <laughs> yeah. Bro, an exhibit would come on. Yeah. I yo... So this dude, big into cars, big into fucking, you, not YouTube, but whatever, like MTV, because it was sponsored by MTV, and he'd be like, here's your budget, build the ride, and then you would like yeah. build this insane looking fucking like sex spec 2000 car, <laughs> and then you would have to like, does it gain enough like street cred, so you'd have yeah. to drive it before you sold it to the dude, and then they would like... You would have to do this like quick play button thing where you're like ghost riding this whip, Bro. and these people are like, "Yo!" Or if they don't <laughs> fuck with the car, they're like, <laughs> "Dude, nothing is more soul crushing as you spend yeah. an hour building this car with Modding exhibit." This car and everybody's like, everybody's just like, or you can't get the quick time buttons down, and you're like right, fucking yeah. it up, and you're getting like ran over by the car, and everybody's just like, "Boo!" <laughs> Dude, it yeah. is soul crushing <laughs> as a young man to build a God. car that they don't fuck with yeah. on that game. Yeah, I never played that, but like I said, I never had an I never had an original Xbox. So I've got a I case never... full of original Xbox 360 games in front of me right now. 
Oh God. I gotta see what I have just to just to refresh my memory. I had a bunch of sports games back in the day because my dad really wanted me to like be into sports, and he yeah, was like, "Ooh, baseball. get you this video game, boom, yeah. right there, first one on the top, baby." You yeah. know the vibes. Oh my god, dude. I fucking red ringed so many Xboxes playing that fucking game. I never I got so lucky. You're I had lying. My my original Xbox 360 Elite that I got when they came out never red ringed and it still worked. No, it's the, it came with Lego Indiana Jones and Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> yes, sir. So Dude, that's that's the legit one. That's I gotta, the only one I ever had. I gotta give it to to the devs whoever whoever was making the Lego games back in the day. Man, Lego Those games shit are incredible. Busted, dude. My mom really even loved playing Lego Star Wars with me. Oh man, and it was just yeah. so much fun. I got yeah. the original Black Ops here, dude. This game right here. Oh, for, that's a good one for our audio that's viewers that are listening on Spotify. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Vegas 2. They just shut down the online servers for it, so you can't play it anymore. Dude, the Man. terrorist hunt version on that game. Oh, my God. Clearing this whole building, having somebody on one side, like, snaking the door and tagging people, then two more people kicking in doors and gunning them down. That game, all-time fucking legendary game, in my opinion. I'm going through. I got a bunch of PlayStation 3 games. I genuinely, if I'm honest with you, don't even remember ever owning a PlayStation 3. <laughs> yeah, that, that's like me. The majority of my games was just like weird stuff and driving games. I never I never got big into Call of Duty and stuff like that because I always got my shit pushed in when I played <laughs> online. So, oh, so nothing's changed really got, is what you're saying? Nothing's changed. Not a thing's changed, no. Dude. But I mean, yeah, like I played like platformer games. Like I was real big into like Banjo and Kazooie. And, do you like, still uh, like platformer you know. games? Oh God, yeah. Even the, what the about reignited like a, Spyro games were insane. What about like That's a so much fun a side scroller platform? Would you play that? Yeah, I would. I didn't have any. But I think you I, I would to, play them. I, would, I just I never had a Nintendo system, so I didn't have like Mario. Or I would like love that, to so. play uh, Battle Block Theater with you. It's 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 I don't not even know what that is. It's not like Cuphead, but it's like similar to the fact just where it's gonna hell. piss you off yeah. and like. It's oh like, yeah, I did. I played. I played Metal Slug. That was the side okay. scroll game that I played. Was Metal Slug. Dude, this was a god tier game right here. Sean White snowboarding. Yeah, I had that. Just game, open actually. world snowboarding. GTA Four is in its case right now. I'm a fucking bastard. Oh man, COD Four right there. Just actual yeah, dude, COD Four. In the GameStop case, man. Dude, that's, how you know. that's another thing. And I, don't get me wrong, I love going on Steam and buying a game and just, like, having the game. Going, going into, to the game store? Going to GameStop and being like, okay, well, there's no new games out. Let's see what they've got pre-owned. And, like, yeah. something that I've never played before that's just wild and yeah. off the wall. I do miss going in, even though, God, they were bastards when you traded something in. Did you ever have... Yeah, man, here's, here's this... I don't really like this game that just came out like i'm just gonna take it back and get gets like traded on something here's five bucks this is worth five cents <laughs> and then they'll take it and put it on their shelf for twenty dollars mm -hmm. and sell it i think uh i mean obviously they have to make their money or whatever but yeah they could have worked out a better like store credit oh God. system they ripped or something so like they that. ripped everybody off they really did did you ever uh, have where uh it was like an m-rated video game and you weren't 18 so they were like you got to go get your mom yeah me too. my Bro, grandma would always buy me uh, m-rated games dude my when Choose i was the plug when i was growing up when i was asking for stuff for christmas 
I always had to ask my mom's mom and not my dad's mom because she would not buy him <laughs> rated games. Not she was like, yeah. nah, I'm buying him the fucking full DVD set of Lassie and he's going to yeah. watch this goddamn dog movie and he ain't playing yeah. no Grand Theft Auto where there's strip clubs and hookers. But yeah. then I'd be like, hey, mama. And she'd be like, I already got it. Don't worry about yeah. it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, my, my grandmother never really cared. She's just like, yeah, it's just whatever. My mom and dad never really got really big strict on me. I mean, obviously, when I was young, I couldn't play them. But, like, right. you know, the, the rating thing, like, it kind of... I felt like I was able to play them a little bit younger than, than I should have been playing them. But, right. you know, I, I feel think, like that's the case with everybody, though. I think my friends, growing up, I played Hit and Run with him a lot. And he would just, like, watch me play Hit and Run. Yeah. But we played for one day. Yeah, hit and runs like Grand Theft Auto for kids, kinda. And and they like, don't say anything bad really or anything no, like that. No. But like there was one part where they were like shut up or something like that. And he told mm. his mom that at dinner, like thinking oh, it was no. funny. And his mom was super strict. Super, super strict. Yeah. And we had to have been in middle school at the time. Yeah. And his mom like straight up pulled me aside and was like, If you play that game around him, like you have to mute the T V. Like you need to mute the T V. You don't need to hear what it's saying. Nah. And I was like sheltered kids be like well and i was like first off you're not gonna tell me that in my own damn <laughs> yeah. house i can't listen to homer simpson you know say shut yeah. up like yeah. not a chance you know it's yeah. just it's crazy to me man yeah crazy yeah it's nutty well jared we're at an hour this is probably one of our longest Dang. ones actually yeah we just like i said man i can just i can talk forever we had some good conversations man seriously uh for not even knowing that I was going to make you be on the podcast. Man, I had no clue. I wish you would have gave me some heads up. I literally would have worn any other shirt than That's this. a sick shirt. That's the Courage That's the Cowardly all... Dog shirt, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's Courage. Bro, man. I don't get me started on that goddamn show. That show scared the man, shit out of me. There's a lot of scary. Kid. This dude right here was pretty scary. The, the, the fucking... Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. The director dude, this yeah. guy right here. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of scary dude. Oh, yeah, the fucking... Fred, he's right there. There you was know, the la la la. Bro, la, stop. La. He shaves his head. I'm yeah. fucking ending this. <laughs> Seriously, man, thank you so much for hanging out. Yeah, I man, do anytime. appreciate it. Um, I'll do it again whenever you say the word. For sure. We'll do one in person soon. Have you come to Dalton's yeah. and set up? That's always That'll fun. Work. We'll That'll get a work. couple of I'll just sit back and listen to you guys. We'll talk, get a couple of Deceronos and Sprites. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll just I'm keep gonna, my mouth shut. I'm going to get Dalton real drunk one night and then start talking about Star Wars and just get oh, him God. just ever That's another kids. thing I can go off on, too. I'd be I'd be down to be around for that because <laughs> I was big into Star Wars. That, okay, Wars. well, I'll write it down in my notes. Next podcast, we're going to have Jared on is going to be a Star Wars-themed one, and I'm just going to talk out of the side of my neck, not knowing a fucking thing about That's it. That's fine. And I'll bring one of my I Legos. I'll bring one of my Star Wars Legos <laughs> to put on the table. Sweet. Yeah. Well, yeah. seriously, thank you again. Thank you guys for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh, rate us five stars. Give us a thumbs up. Download us on Spotify. Tell your friends about it. Don't tell your friends about it. Don't tell your family about it. I definitely don't tell mine about it. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed listening. Jared, again, seriously, thank you for hanging out. Thank you for talking. It Anytime, means a lot. Dalton will be back on the next one. I'm 100% sure. There's a lot of things going on. You know, people's lives are hard and schedules are weird, and I just didn't want to go another week without a podcast it's understandable we we're doing the every other sunday now so hopefully i'm graduating next week so we'll be able to kind of keep up the schedule a little bit better and just you know keep going from there we're working right now to put together a podcast computer that way i can just leave it at dalton's house offload the files and go home 
Um, so that might make recording a little bit easier. But seriously, thank you again, Jared. Thank you guys for yeah, listening. Man. And uh, we'll see you next time on the Hellcast. Dodge, please fucking sponsor us. Please, Dodge. I want a Hellcat so bad. Dodge, please fucking Dodge, please. Christmas is almost oh here. Just God. fucking sponsor me. Please, Dodge. I need a Hellcat. I need a Hellcat. All right. <laughs> You're going to get copyright strike. <laughs> Peace out, everybody. Thank you for watching. Thanks again, Jared. We'll see, see you guys next time.